0: Secret Friends Unite!
1: Welcome to the Secret Friends Unite podcast, episode 380. I am one of your hosts, Todd Oxtra, and this is your guide to the geek side, and I'm joined by Charlie Carden.
0: New headphones, new mic, new Wonderfulness. That is, you know, of course, if you're watching on the YouTube channel, plug, 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 plug.
1: Yes. Uh, check out the YouTube page to see what's going on in our backgrounds, potentially cats running across keyboards, so. or potentially seeing the face of a guest who is returning, and that is Miss Mia Lynn. Welcome. And if you're watching, you'll f- know the color of her hair today.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we, we got kind of this pinky orange red fire thing. Oh, don't it's like tell
1: him!
0: Don't tell him it could have been—it could have been like a Twitter reward. What color was Mia's hair? Too late. Oh
1: well.
2: Envy the Green Fairy is on Twitter, not Mia.
1: Okay. We will. We will do personas, those Charlie. Personas. We will yes. do those
0: swings at the end, <laughs> but uh, we're doing the speed round this week. But Todd, one thing that can't sneak past is this awesome. Issue of Action Comics, uh, number 380, from September of 1969, where it's the uh, it's the, it's the, tr- the Confessions of Superman. Uh, and boy, not only is this full of word bubbles, where he's telling us about what he's doing on and all the dirty shit he's doing, he's, he's typing, it, it, it looks like you can put his finger through the typewriter, um, of all this terrible stuff. Oh, I robbed the U.S. Mint by Clark, Superman Kent. I spied against my
1: country by Clark Superman. super yeah. sabotage—not just regular sabotage, super sabotage.
0: Sabotage! Oh my goodness!
2: Tear Terror- a yes. is- secret weapon. I mean, yeah, this is like uh,
1: well, you know that you know I—that's kind of an interesting take. It was my secret weapon, so I don't know what it is my you know, popular weapons like heat vision. Um, right. What would be what would be each of our s- secret weapons?
0: Um, I have the uh, innumerable ability to remember a day and date and year for most things that happen in the lives of most of the people I know. I just it's all up here. Once so the opposite course. of spell. So the opposite
1: of spell check, you have a, a date check. I'm date checker. Okay. You got it. Gotcha.
2: Yeah. My, Mia, do you have a secret my, weapon? My superpower these days is that you can tell me anything you want because I will not repeat it because an hour later I'll probably have forgotten.
1: Oh, so you're seeing super that. short-term, Gosh. super short-term memory. <laughs> yeah, I- but you remember? <laughs>
2: I'm Swiss cheese brain. That's Tardang. Oh yeah. boy!
0: Oh, like like Sam Beckett and Quantum Leap. Good stuff.
1: Ah, very nice, very nice. It's memento, but uh, a little bit different. Um, mine would probably be uh, my bar- biting sarcasm. So there oh, you go. It's That's-
0: biting. Um, yes. but I'll tell you what. Uh, you can be careful, otherwise the other bite you'll get would probably be from the dentures of our senior news correspondent. What a great segue. Our senior news correspondent, Madam Web, uh, with all of our rumors and news down at the corner of Hollywood and Vine. So let's get down there and get the scoop, so let's go.
2: Now it's time for Madam Web's rumors and news. Take it away, boys.
1: Thank you, Madam Web. My goodness, Madam Web, uh, I'm a little disappointed because I am moving this week. And you know, did my calls around to say anybody wanted to help me move. And you said that you'd be here to help me pack out this weekend. Uh oh! And I got no return. She told me that her her uh, three cylinder jalopy broke down on the highway. She told me that her aunt died. I'm like, your aunt died eighteen thousand years ago. So all Man. these excuses did not terrible. help me move. Man,
0: terrible. You know, I tell what you, a bad in, friend. In the year that offering pizza, people pizza and beer to move
1: doesn't take the place of two men in a truck. No, it doesn't. Mint moving Mm -mm, they're excellent mm -mm. they are packing up my house oh well but you know what we're gonna pack in some news this week before i pack out and the first thing we're talking about this week is the prey trailer the official trailer we got a teaser um a few weeks ago and this is going to be by dan Trachtenberg, essentially a unique prequel take on predator coming to the earth uh basically hunting a navajo tribe this looks Uh badass
0: I, I think so. This great Mia, did you watch this one?
2: I did, but, like, really have never been into Predator. So I'm kind of like, mm, like, not sure i mean, I'm watch
0: a, it. I mean, it's I know. I, 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 it, I think it looks badass, too. It's definitely a, a kooky take because we've had Predator in the jungle with Arnie. Get to the choppa! And then he was with Danny Glover in L.A. <laughs> and then we've had the – We've had the planet of the predators, and we've had what is some of the other. We had Alien.
1: Predators. Yeah, yeah, Predator.
0: Yeah. And then AVP. they had one that. Yeah, yeah, AVP. So they've been all flavors. So this is the first hint of what I thought was kind of cool at the end of Predators 2 when Danny Glover finally gets on their ship. And the predator, when he's leaving, tosses him um, uh, uh, old like uh, an old old timey pistol from the Civil War era, or from the Revolutionary War era that was belonged to George Washington. So proof that they've always been coming around. So yeah, this is cool. I would imagine this is set in probably seventeen hundreds or something in the plains. And yeah, it's a, it is a, uh, a indigenous tribe uh, that is being hunted. So yeah, bow and arrow isn't going to do jack shit against the Mojowong. I mean, be in trouble.
2: I will say from what I saw from the trailer is that there's a chick and she looks like she's just like really wants to fight so that makes me happy that they put
0: right totally
2: roll you know roll because you know
0: girl power Girls rule, boys rule, end of story. So, yeah, I'm saying, So Todd, we're getting this on what, Hulu? Uh,
1: yeah. Hulu, August 5th, which is kind of interesting because this definitely could have been a re- wide release in, in the summer of movies. And right. um, I lied. It's a Comanche, Comanche tribe. But apparently there is an option when you watch this movie that you can watch it with an all-native soundtrack, Native Ooh, American soundtrack. Nice. So oh. that's kind of very representative. That's very cool. That
0: is I like cool. that. Good deal. Good. Well, I look forward to seeing this hands down. Looks like good stuff. All right. What do we got up next? Oh, Mia, this is a good one for you because you're a a bigger DC fan than me. So the Justice League. Uh, We have a new roster. Todd, are we headed into a uh, terrible era? Uh, What's going on with this roster? Do you know who any of these people are?
1: Yeah, Dark Crisis number one. This kicks off and essentially we are getting – Give you a little take on how this is going to go. Basically – Earth's remaining heroes are mourned, uh, mourn the sudden loss of members of the Justice League. John Kent Superman is inspired to assemble a new roster of heroes to have in place against the Great Darkness to come, including uh, Yara Floor's Wonder Girl. Uh, Also, uh, we're getting a couple other Jace Fox's Batman. Uh, uh, We got Sojourner Merlin's Green Lantern, Multiple Flashes, Peacemaker, Vixen, and (laughs) Firestorm.
0: Peacemaker. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. this seems. I mean, I see a couple of pictures going down here, but this seems like kind of a kind of a packed lineup. Are they into squads? Is this going to be like East and West, like yeah. the Avengers, or there's just a lot of lot of folks in the mix? Even just this picture. I mean, even in the Avengers, they would have like six or seven members, and that would be plenty. But there's like one, two, three, four,
1: five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's like ten or twelve people on, in this picture here. So,
0: it seems kind of unmanageable, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, the new league actually, and I. I read that wrong that those are heroes that are going to be led together to fight the darkness. But the new league that's going to be as part of it is obviously we've got Supergirl Aquaman, which is uh, essentially right. uh, uh, a different character. I believe he's the same character from uh, Young Justice. Dr. Light, Damian Wayne's Robin. And then you get some oddballs. Including Ooh, I like, yeah, some of these Frankenstein, yeah. which is right. an old weird character. Killer yeah. Frost, Harley Quinn, Booster Gold and Bloth, both Blue Beetles.
0: Oh boy! Well, you, just, you know what? It's, it's like it's like potato chips can't have just one. It's um, pretty. I I, w- I would admit that that's crazy. That's crazy. You know, the Avengers has done that too. They'll bring in someone kooky, like you know, oh, the Avengers reformed and uh, uh, Reed and Sue Storm are members, and we have Gilgamesh from the Eternals. So like they did that was a lineup once, and Captain America, but he's not Captain America. You know, so yeah, they got to do stuff. But you'll, I think you'll often find with lineups like this, things just really fall off. Someone will quit or get killed or whatever so um but you know good for them you know because if it's always the same book with the same old people it's probably gets pretty stale um but it it looks like a powerful lineup and two super people and uh and uh then you've got your your robin and your harley so you got some unconventional stuff yeah that'll be
2: interesting i don't know anything about frankenstein from comics i just know
0: you know Frankenstein. I think it, I think he's pretty much you know the Frankenstein you would expect him to be.
1: Okay, so. except he wears a military uniform. Uh, he was a part of this r- weird run by Grant Morrison. It was like the twelve the the, the what was it called the twelve soldiers or something. It was a super team of kind of like misfits and things, and he was part of that. He's a different. It's a different take on Frankenstein, which is he's, he's kind of cool, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and you know, and and, and Jonathan uh, Kent, the, this is the son of Superman who was a was a young kid, but he was aged up. Um, A little bit, and he's a great character, and we will see how this goes. But if anyone expects Batman and Superman and and regular Diana Wonder Woman to not come back, yeah, I'm comics. Yeah, Um, exactly.
0: Yeah, everything is
2: Wonder Woman never going to die. That's my of
0: course not. No, that you know, it's I would have
2: to redecorate.
0: well, that's, right. true. that's true. It's true. You would just hold it in your memories. Well, so yeah. So yeah, that's cool. I li- I like shakeups, but they do always obviously have a way of uh, of coming back to plan. So anyway, trailer apocalypse, uh, Black Adam, starring Dwayne the Wreck Johnson. Uh, we got a full trailer. It was well, it wasn't even really a full. trailer. I wouldn't call it a full trailer. It wasn't
1: really a story trailer, was it per se? No, it's Maybe. just like the yeah. This is like the end. Like it's it's giving the background trailer because they did say. Yeah. I was a slave, the gods right. revived me. So they kinda of tell you the premise of it and yeah. Right,
0: yeah, framing but not story. But yeah, it looks good. I don't know anything about Black Adam. I you know I barely know anything about Shazam. I love that movie. There's there is a, a tangential tie between the two, but there won't be any direct tie within this film, I get the feeling. Or or maybe that's something they're holding No, out.
2: I, I think know. they're gonna tie it in with the Shazam sequel.
0: Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Well that works for me. Yeah, where yeah. Black Adam is just he's like, you know, we're, we're, you know, because we're getting we're getting Hawkman in this, we're getting Dr. Fate, who's an awesome character, obviously, and Pierce Brosnan playing. Hello. The character. But yeah, he Yeah, I I know. He's you know, he's standing what oh, speak.
2: His Dr. Fate helmet is dumb. It looks stupid. Why, how
0: is it dumb? I didn't even I didn't I didn't look, look like at it that close. close. Yeah.
2: Dr. Fate meets Deathstroke. There's only like one yeah. eye part. It's really Oh really? Yeah, because oh, I released most of the Funko's this week too. So and I always look at those because I'm a bit of a Funko junkie. And I'm just like this don't Funko look junko. right. It don't it don't look right. I don't like it. It's the I think
1: the I wonder movie. if there's been a, a version of that helmet, like in other versions of Doctor Fate.
2: That um, I don't know. I don't, I don't I'm not a super huge Doctor Fate junkie, but I think that looks stupid. But Hawkman looks bad.
0: Yeah, for sure, legit. But yeah, like he's standing face-to-face face with one of the heroes, and like, we're heroes, we don't kill people. And long pause, and The Rock just goes, well, I do. <laughs> so, so you know he's going to be a badass. You know, he's catching yep. rockets and exploding stuff, and yeah, you had your funny moment where he's standing in front of the vehicle with the two people, and they just roll their windows up. <laughs> and he's like, tap, 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 tap. And somebody shoots a rocket at him and he grabs it. <laughs> so it's just, it's, or yeah, the, the guy who uh, hits a crowbar against the head, and then you just see the guy go, woo, another distance. I thought that was pretty good. I great. mean, that
2: looks this awesome. Looks, I'm just waiting yeah. for ISIS because I have Googled a lot because I thought it'd be cool to do an ISIS costume because I love the ISIS show when I was a little
0: Right? Oh, oh, wow. For, yeah, 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 that's Joanna, a we, Yeah. That, yeah, that was when we talked about it uh, last week on the 70s one. Joanna What's Her Butt, who was is yeah. ISIS. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Fantastic.
0: Well, cool. Was- this, Todd, this comes out when? Uh, so this is
1: this is a late late 2022 uh, October. movie, uh, October 21st, yeah, um, and which is cool because it kind of gives a break between like Christmas time. Not much happens in the middle of you know end of October November. That's not like a horror film, so it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are focusing on the JSA, which is great because one of my favorite comic runs was the JSA that Jeff Johns did. Really reinvigorated the JSA. Black Adam became a huge part of that, and really Black Adam is uh, essentially like Doctor Doom, Charlie, where he essentially is Becomes like the king of his Own country and all he wants To do is protect that country and he doesn't care What who the hell you are He will kill you if you threaten his country Kind of like Dr. Doom with Latveria Yeah yeah. but sometimes he can play The hero sometimes he can play the Anti-hero so I like that there's not Making him a sweetheart but yes he did Have he was a enslaved uh, uh, I believe By the Egyptians long Time ago so that's when the Egyptians looks
2: like I mean because Isis isn't Isis's wife from some of the lore. I, I don't know that much. I'm, I don't really remember the Isis show from the 70s and that lore, but that was all Egyptian tie-in.
1: Yeah, and that was like, was that by the same folks who did like the Shazam TV show? Yeah. And did like awesome. Dino, uh, what is it, uh, Electro Woman and Dinah Girl? Oh my goodness. All right. You guys,
0: you guys are getting too deep in the weeds here. So let's move along. Todd, I I don't know. I don't know anything about this next thing. So wouldn't you tell me about it?
1: Yeah. So this is, so what happened, like uh, Netflix geeked. And so this is all of like their nerdy comic book anime, everything under the sun that they have coming out that is genre shows, and um, they did like three days of like just announcements and drops for trailers and things like that. And they they announced some really cool stuff, and we'll go down this very quickly. If you hear something you you think is cool, stop me and we'll go from there. But um, essentially, they dropped a teaser trailer for. The Castlevania, it's called Castlevania Nocturne, which is essentially a spin-off of the Castlevania anime, which I loved on Netflix. So that's coming. That's very cool. We're getting a Dragon Age uh with the game Absolution is coming. And that is an animated, animated version of Dragon Age, which is coming as well. We're getting the Sonic cartoon, uh, that's coming. Uh the Cuphead show is getting a second season, which is fantastic.
2: I know a lot of kids who like the
1: Yeah, that's funny, Yeah, Yeah, it's like a Fleischer, one of those old Fleischer cartoons, coming to life as a video game, and they're just playing with it, which which is fun. Uh, Tekken Bloodline anime, which I'm a big fan of. That. Uh, Let's see what else is going on here. Um, Shadow and Bone, which is a series I liked on Netflix. I watched the first couple episodes. It's getting a sequel that's based on a book, so I think that was pretty cool. cool. Yeah, uh, they don't cancel everything, folks, <laughs> uh, which is nice. Just, There's just, some... just, just most things. Wait, yeah, um, is there
2: something th- new Marvel coming out too on Netflix that I see this week, and I'm, like, spacing
1: out. Nothing Marvel. Yeah, nothing Marvel on Netflix, because they, they, they stole yeah. them away, yeah.
0: I um, swear
2: there was something. So yeah. Okay, I don't know. I'm
1: just... Um, maybe Spider-Man, I think. Is Spider-Man going to Netflix? I can't remember. They, they have a different deal, yeah. Mm. Um, but, yeah, um, we've got some games coming to Netflix. Actually, if you have the Netflix app, you can actually download games, which is kind of cool now. Um, Stranger Things got their second part of a season four trailer. Woo! So that's out now if you want to watch that. Um, then we got, uh, and there's some, a lot of stranger things uh, things out there. Um, they actually played a game of D&D Live, which I thought was kind of funny, the cast, which is cool if you like D&D. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. One of my favorites, though, Master of the Universe Revolution. It's essentially a sequel or the second season of, in that Kevin Smith He Man show, which I absolutely loved, so this is essentially a sequel to it, and it's going to be uh, an all new He Man story. Season one was really a Tila story, so I'm thinking they're going to focus on different characters, which is kind of cool. So I'm excited about that one. Um, let's see, there's going to be a Skull Island animated series, you know, that's based on the what is it, the Monsters Victor-Con? Universe? Yeah, yeah, ah. yeah. So it'll be interesting by the same uh, animation studios, Castlevania. Then let's see what else is here. Uh, Inside Job, um, a show I really enjoy. It's very much uh, by the the creator of Gravity's Falls, but it's very much adult and about conspiracy theories within the government. Absolutely, think it's hilarious. You should watch it. It's getting a second season as well. Um, the Dragon Prince, uh, which I think is a really cool show. It's by the Avatar the Last Airbender team that is coming back, getting a season four. Um, See, then we've got some other stuff like Intergalactic. It's a new uh it's a new show coming. It actually looks like Spider-Man into the spider Verse, uh, which looks pretty cool. Pretty good cast in that one, like Bakali Culkin, Kid Kudi, uh Timothy Chalamet. Then we got the you guys just have to watch this trailer later. It's called Farazar. It's it's sci-fi adult comedy. Um I watched the trailer and I I just like they just can do anything on Netflix because it was gross it was very disgusting and over the top adult comedy. So if you want something in that vein, it's there. Um, and the trailer did not shy away from that. Oh my. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and let's see going further we are getting um a bunch of different anime series if you're into that there's not a lot that really jumped out to me. Uh we've got that Gray Man uh movie that's coming out with Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling which apparently had a 200 million dollar uh budget which is just crazy. Good lord. Yeah, it's supposed to be cool though. Um and it's got uh uh Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans like I said so two big stars doing cool spy stuff. Uh, Then we've got this animated film called The Sea Beast by the makers of Moana, Big Hero 6. I'm a big fan of both of those. It's essentially a pirate movie. It looks very fun. I
0: like pirates. The pirates.
1: Yeah. Um, Then uh, we've got Troll. It's a new movie coming from the Tomb Raider director, which apparently, you guessed it, they're out to hunt trolls that are apparently real in the real world. Sure, real trolls. (laughs) I like it. Yeah. And John Wick, the creative team of that, is making a vampire movie with Jamie Foxx. So it's called Day Shift. Um, and then a bunch of spooky, scary stuff. There's a Spanish slasher killer book club. Uh, it's coming out with these kids who are essentially dead, telling their stories of how they were killed.
0: Delightful. What?
1: Yeah, yeah. There's lots of it. There's a blasted. It's a sci-fi comedy with laser gun alien combat. It's described as hangover plus hot fuzz plus UFOs. <laughs>
2: Super. Okay. Oh. oh my goodness. Yes. Uh,
1: and, and what else? Oh, and they showed a Charlie, they showed a snippet. Uh, and I'm not sure if you were this Mia, but Zack Snyder tried to pitch a Star Wars film. They said no. So now he's making his own movie based on oh, that called Rebel yeah. Moon. Talked yeah. About that. Oh it, my he's God.
0: Called it Re, he's called it Rebel Moon. It's, he's a well, doesn't Disney own the word rebel now? <laughs> Oh, I'm sure they do, Rebel, Rebel. Sorry,
1: David and Bowie. Yeah, <laughs>
0: if we're suing your estate. You may, you were suing you twice because you used the word. Yes, um, My God. Then a big
1: one. Yeah, I mean, just it's all over the place. So we'll see how this goes because we're probably not going to get a Snyder cut for a movie that he directed and he produced. So hopefully that's not going to happen. Um, then we have the School for Good and Evil, which is a book series, and this has got a pretty good big cast, but it basically. Uh, people that are going to be villains or heroes go to one of these two schools. Charlize Theron and uh, Kerry Washington are in the leads on that. Um, yeah, other than that, um, Resident Evil series, Sandman got, got its trailer, which looks fantastic. That's, oh, yeah, it looks fantastic.
2: That's what's going to Netflix. That's Marvel. Uh,
1: DC. DC. Oh,
2: it's DC. Crap, oh, I'm... Still on my <laughs>
1: that's okay. I have that's to okay. Hate yourself. Uh, yeah. Too much stuff. Too much stuff. And then Thanks. we've got the teaser for the Wednesday Adams spinoff oh, yeah. series. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's just too much to talk about here. But I mean, if anybody is worried about Netflix making content, still, folks, they're still doing it. They're not fired. They haven't been uh, you know, they haven't turned off the shutters and turned off the lights. They are still making a ton of cool content.
0: They're still finding ways to make some bucks, though. I don't know how. Well, That brings us to a wrap. So, Todd, uh, it's time to uh, bid adieu to our uh, denture-bearing friend. We've got to get ourselves... That's not nice to say about Mia, Charlie. About whom? (laughs) I I thought I made the old jokes around here. Ouch! No, Mia's coming with us because we've got to get down uh, to get the nitty-gritty to to Skugtown over there to the Geek Easy. So let's go. Talk nerdy to me. Talk
1: noted to me. We're sitting in the Geek Easy, cover bands playing, drinks are poured, and we are ready to get our nerd on. So, this week we've got a couple new things to talk about. Um, uh, Mia, would you like to go first?
2: No. <laughs>
0: Okay,
1: okay. good. See, she's following (laughs) me. I thought ladies first. I'm being polite, you know, trying to be a gentleman at times.
0: Well, you can. she can jump right in because I know that she saw this thing that I saw too. But, uh, yeah, we're in the middle of – we're at the beginning, excuse me, of the summer movie season. We've now gotten our third tentpole film, which would be the final movie in the Jurassic World-averse, or so they say. Uh, This would be Jurassic World Dominion. Which I title didn't necessarily make a lot of sense. Yeah, I didn't get that either. Uh, So this has been four years that has gone past since Jurassic World, Lost Kingdom, Fallen Kingdom, something. So anywhere. Dinosaurs are now part of the regular world. They're just, they made it off the island. They're all over the place. You've got shady types that are capturing them and making super dinosaurs and selling them on the black market and doing all this different shit. So um, Claire, who is uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, is still fighting the good fight, trying to save dinosaurs. She's still living with uh, with Crisp Rat. I mean Chris <laughs> Chris. Oh, <Owen, laughs> uh, character uh, in the woods with the, the little clone girl that they rescued in the last movie.
1: Um, Dinosaur or person?
2: Person Person.
0: There's
1: a clone person? I've not seen any of these movies
0: Why Uh, would you even even then?
1: Yes, it's it's too much Clone girl?
0: Uh, Yes, a clone girl The though that gets turned on its head as well. No, we're not going to go full spoilers with this because this just came out and we've not all seen it. Todd, I know you're not going to see them, even though if you wanted to, all the movies are on my voodoo. You can certainly watch them.
1: Things are on Universal or or, uh, Peacock as well, too. Yeah,
0: Peacock, yes, indeed. So, anyway, um, long story short, uh, there's a kidnapping, the clone girl gets kidnapped, a baby dinosaur gets kidnapped, and everybody ends up together in this dinosaur sanctuary. When I say everybody, it's not only uh a uh, crisp rat and bryce dallas howard but it's also our heritage characters from the original movie that's right you've got jeff goldblum as ian malcolm yep uh ellie Sattler, uh played by Laura dern, Laura dern who did not look that old five years ago when she was in the last jedi i don't know what's going on with hey
2: her.
0: Uh, hey i'm just saying
1: charlie i'm just saying
2: I and think he's
1: so gorgeous, so you better watch your tongue, buddy. Lorde kind of timeless. I mean, she's she's looked good for a long time. This is very true.
0: And Sam Neill as Dr. Alan Grant. See, I remembered all their names.
2: And he's so, so this, handsome
0: still. I think so. Um, this is your chance to see all those characters together, because by the end of it, they have to team up to escape. You know, everybody's always running away and then escaping. Um, so, long story short, Too long didn't read. I would say that this film was no different than any of the others. Um, People, you know, there's a place where there's the dinosaurs. Everybody thinks they're safe, and then something things go ass over tea kettle, and the dinosaurs and
2: boys are dumb, so that boys are dumb and they cause problems and they don't want to fix them because yeah, because there's a bad guy.
0: The villain is played by Campbell Scott. Which I oh, could
2: not recognize him the entire time. I'm like, who the hell is this? He's gray it's now. He's an old man.
0: Half the movie, and I knew who he was, but I couldn't get his name. I'm like, it's Scott or Campbell or something, whatever it is. But then it turns out, the deep Easter egg in the original film, when Newman, Wayne Knight, is selling the little yeah, uh, right. can of Barbasol to the guy in the hat. That's the character that was recast by into becoming Campbell Scott. Oh, really? I was wondering
2: runs, about that because I. Caught he
0: was. He, yeah, he runs a competing firm of like InGen was for the. This is. I. It was Biosynth. Bio,
2: yeah, so runs something Biosynth, something like
0: that. So anyway, blah blah blah. Something goes wrong. He's the big bad. Da da da. It's really. It's the same as the other film. So I would simply say, and the film has done 150 million domestic this weekend. So they're doing okay now um, they're not doing Top Gun money because that movie is oh my god the world, the box office big time. But anyway, we enjoyed it. But yeah, you, you take it for what it is. I mean, if you're looking for Shakespeare while watching people getting chased by dinosaurs, you would need to you need to uh, attenuate your expectations. All I'd say. But we enjoyed it. Uh, no post credit scene if you go see it.
2: Oh yeah, because you know. We are all trained by uh, Marvel trained movies, by- and you can't leave until like the house lights are up. Because I saw even
1: Disney Plus. Yeah.
2: I mean, like I saw a two o'clock showing because I didn't, you know, that way it would be so crowded. And um, was at the new awesome theater in town. Mm-hmm. And um, like by the time we laughed, I was with a friend. There was no one else there, and there was like seven people waiting for us to leave to clean it. <laughs>
0: I, I did I, I pulled up my phone and I, I, cause I said April I said, well I just I'm just gonna look it up, it's the only way to
1: Yeah. Check Stinger. Yeah. 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 So so if there was, I assume this was what the Stinger would be. Fast forward a hundred years, humans are all dead. The dinosaurs are super uh intelligent and, and one of the dinosaurs decides to clone the human and bring it back to life, and it's Jeff Goldblum <laughs> and it's like planet <laughs> eight.
2: That would be yeah, I mean, if they're gonna bring back any human, it would have to be Jeff Goldblum's character because people love him. But I'm not like I'm not like all go pro Jeff Goldblum. I don't get that, but whatever.
0: <laughs> right, he he does bring his usual charm, if that's what you call it. But anyway, uh, won't won't spoil more of the story. But like I said, too long didn't read. Pretty much the same as the rest of them. So if you enjoy it, go. If you've not even bothered to watch it past the first movie, like Todd, skip it.
1: I've only seen the first two Jurassic Park movies. I've not seen any of the Jurassic World movies.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, the Jurassic World on par, I think they've had better than – because the first Jurassic Park was great. The second one was god-awful. The third one was meh. The third and then, one was
2: better than the second one
1: absolutely but it was like it was just really so they the, Well, they brought the, the dinosaurs the dinosaurs escaped to New York no. but nothing no no, no that out. was the second okay. one wasn't
2: it that was fun. yeah that was the yeah. second one
1: yeah the third yeah. one was where they were on the little island and um, island. dinosaurs emerged from it yeah, yeah. yeah. So they had to rescue a kid which yeah. is you know and then by the by the Jurassic World they
0: had set up a big park right and it was like there's Margaritaville wait, there and there's the, whole so thing the, the first
2: it's Jurassic crazy. World was good the second one was like could you be yeah, Jupiter
0: They had to rescue the dinosaurs because the the island was being destroyed by a volcano. And then so then we got to this one. So anyway, moving along, like I said, if you enjoy those films, go see it. If they they bore you, you will be bored. So, John, the same essentially as Todd's review of the Bob's Bob's Burgers movie. If you like it, you'll like it. If you won't, you won't.
1: Yeah, perfect. Perfect. So, Mia, did you have anything this week?
2: No, because I um I mean the only thing I saw this I saw this week I mean I saw Maverick a week ago but that's already apparently been covered just like seventeen thumbs up on that so impressed seventeen thumbs up um I saw the the bad guys it's an animated movie oh,
0: was oh it? yeah how was
2: that oh my god it was adorable like I um I was watching it with a friend of mine I, we went to the movies on Sunday because we had a bunch of time to kill because a friend of mine was waiting to, to get her husband from the airport and had several hours before the flight came in and um yeah like so we went and it was it was like it was either that or we were both going to go see Doctor Strange again cuz we'd both seen it and we're like oh it's fun mm, sure. not that we don't like Doctor Strange but the timing was a little better with this one anyway. It was right. such a super cute movie. It was really fun. Like connection um, again. Really enjoyable. What the so it like some, a little adulty humor with some of the kitty stuff. And I did. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad I saw it because I'd never heard of it. it so I, I hadn't
0: seen that. I wondered, and I'm just, I just—I don't see the kid stuff myself these it's, this
2: much. As it's, as well. cute. But yeah. it's cute. yeah, It's cute. I'm really looking forward to the.
1: Not sure what it is.
2: DC
0: League of Super Pets because oh god so are we that looks so that comes out in, end of next month yeah it uh, yeah found found its way into our our movie brackets I know because I'm hoping it'll do good business because both uh, Todd and John and I all underestimated um, Top Gun because it's going to probably be the top grossing film of the summer I mean and we all we all had it in the back half so I mean
2: seriously I was like I don't know if I want to see this. Like it looks good on the trailer, but trailers can be misleading. And then, so many people like, like who are around my age who had seen the original, you know, back in the day were like, Oh my god, this is so good! And then,
1: so Mia, very quickly, uh, you saw the boys or the, the bad, bad guys. guys, the boys, yeah. <laughs> the bad, bad boys, um, the very bad it was boys. a really
2: cute animated movie, um, just you know trying to figure out the moral you know like it's a good morality tale that's not like smack in your face shiny happy but it was just it was cute it was fun the characters were cute the voice i don't remember who all the voice actors were but it was just it was really fun and like i thoroughly enjoyed it because i was very entertained and i was there was a little surprise in there that i didn't catch so that was good so hey
0: over the head of mere mortals, they expect. Yeah, Sam Rockwell his kid, his kid was the, the lead actor, I think, in that. And Sam Rockwell,
2: oh yeah, he was awesome. fantastic. Yeah. I mean, and his character was just like his character was really fun. And he does a little dance shuffle awesome. thing, like you know, traditional Sam Rockwell
0: move. Everybody loves shuffle and dance. Todd, you watched a program that we've all watched, so uh, you're going to have to give us the reader's digest version because the dance yes, to the so- hourglass.
1: So yeah, this is Miss Marvel. Is uh, Disney Plus's latest Marvel <laughs> show. Uh, this is based on the character Kamala Khan, who, believe she made her debut about six or seven years ago. Um, her origin is she was basically changed by the New Humans and mist gained abilities, uh, special abilities, and she was the mega fan of superheroes, and she yes. loved uh, Captain Marvel. Um, and so this is her. Uh, this is her story based on essentially very pretty well adapted first right. trade paperback. The only right. difference is her origin story is different. Basically, there's a magic gauntlet right. bracelet that she gets from her grandmother that gives her essentially very similar to green lantern capabilities where she's making projections rather than that. Um, and she's just a, a a nerd, a Pakistani girl trying to get along in the world. She's got a uber religious brother. Uh, her mother's very traditional. Her father's trying to be cool and hip. She's got a, she's got a best friend who's a dude who I think has a crush on her and they're both geeks. Yeah. Yeah. it's it's,
0: it's a little bit more Tom Holland, Spider-Man kind of vibe. A little bit. Um, with, It sounds like there's a little behind the scenes between the two actors um, that they're friends because it it sounds like there's been some interplay. So wouldn't it, 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 I think it would be something to see the two of them interact. But then again, don't forget that Tom Holland's Spider-Man now doesn't exist in a certain fashion because of that weird curse. Nobody knows that he's a non-entity. So that's kind of a bummer. I don't know. Maybe that's why I haven't watched Spider-Man Far From or No Way Home Again because it was was just a bummer to me. I felt so sad. Oh, really? Yeah. I loved it. I, I thought had, it was great, bringing all the different uh, universes in.
1: It was a great I mean, film. It was, yeah. just, it
0: was just – it was very sad, but it was sad in the traditional Peter Parker way. Exactly. You know, he always loses. But It was
1: probably more true to the, the Spider-Man because he essentially was down on his luck. He wasn't – had everything right. going in his way. He didn't – yeah. I mean, I thought but, it was pretty cool. But yeah. anyway. Mm. Yes. Um, but so I yeah, think – I, I was going to say – was Go ahead, please. I was going to say, because one of the things I think that makes it unique, this is Lighter Fair, I would say. Yeah. Um, it's it's attached to the MCU, but this is definitely feels like something that would have been, if it had done well on Freeform, this would have been more in the Freeform. This is right. more well, yeah, this all is ages. Yeah. It's goofier. It's kind of witty. The way they film it and the stylized, stylized filmmaking right. they use for it because she's an right. artist and they incorporate that. I think it was think really it's, cool. It's a good
2: um, thing, yeah. too, because it's geared towards to get – the older audience, but also geared towards the younger audience. And it's like, it's nice that they're, I was super excited when this comic came out, I did read some of mm-hmm. it. Cause I mean, my niece was really young at that time. She was like seven or eight. I don't remember. And it was just like, I wanted to get her into comics and I wanted her to read something about a girl, you know, like kind of like a normal person who just gets powers. And I love the fact that she's more ethnically diverse. It's like, not like just another, you know, character. And it's just like, I have, Great hope for this movie. That is this, you know, like mm-hmm. girl standing up for herself, who's kind of like looked down upon by a lot of people in her school. Because right. I was the, I mean, I was the pasty white chick, but I was the nerd who was really awkward, who people just kind of walk all over in high school. So, like to see this kind of stuff to me is really great yeah. because it's something that it's been that's been lacking in the comic world for the most part. So,
1: yeah, and this is, I mean, she's a young. Muslim girl and talk about, you know, who, who not exactly, um, a lot of part of the country doesn't really like Muslims. There's fair, they're, they're afraid of them. And I'm hoping this yeah. opens some yeah. doors and, and makes people realize they're very much just like us. Uh, okay. if you're not, there's if you're people. not Muslim, there's yeah, people. there's a people and it's like, and you see with it, she's a normal teen, she's dealing with parents that just don't get her and she's trying to be your own person. And I like that. The one thing I thought was unique, her mom kept telling you like, who are you? What do you bring to the table? What is your story? And I'm like, that's refreshing to hear a parent say versus, why are you trying to be like everybody else? Why are you trying to be like someone else, like a Captain Marvel? Like You you them, but you're important too. So I think that's a cool take on that characterization. Yeah, I, I
2: just, mm-hmm. totally. I'm so looking forward to seeing more of
0: it. So You know, the, yeah. the, this plus the spin from Moon Knight um, in being something that's really detached uh, and on its own uh, from the MCU is a great direction because, again, Uh, You know, after the the Uber stuck together in a big ball of gum that was, you know, the Infinity Saga, um, Marvel's telling different stories now. They have to because if it becomes lather, rinse repeat, people will lose (laughs) interest. So you got to branch out. You have to find new audiences. And the way to do it is to touch, you know, the different corners of people who are... In the world that we share, which not everybody is the, you know, straight white male that is Captain America. You know, you're going to have different people from different backgrounds. So that's what they've done. And again, I think they're they're doing a great job of it.
1: Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, we're gonna get six episodes of this. So, end on July thirteenth. Uh, so short and sweet, similar to Obi Wan. Um, it'll be cool to see what they do. But I think this is really, you know, and she is. This is not the last place we'll see her because she is going to be in the Captain the, 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 the Marvels. Marvels movie, the mar- which the is very cool.
0: You said the Marvels, the Marvels.
1: <laughs> uh, but I think we're building in that next. The younger generation of Marvel heroes, which we haven't had a lot of because almost they've all almost been middle-aged people, so it's kind of neat to see younger uh, heroes come about because that means then you get to enjoy them for a long time. So it's very very cool. Um, yeah, the youngsters. Well,
0: cool. Well, Todd. I think that takes us up out of the mix. Uh, we got to get over to the airport. Air Qantas is waiting on us. Private jet to the land down under. That's right. We're going to the Thunderdome. The mutants are waiting. So let's go.
2: Welcome to another edition of Thunderdome.
1: Thank you, Tina. We're sitting in the Thunderdome where the mutants have been gathered for a topic or a game to be entertained. And this week we're continuing our... Time travel journey into the world of geek, and this week it's the '80s. So um, we, we essentially have like five different areas we cover. The first one's sci-fi, and you know, I, I would say this is kind of the the era that we got into quality science fiction films of different different types of you know quality, but also for different age groups, which I thought was really cool. So, um, do any you know was there any '80s? movies that stood out to you guys that were not like oh it's a known property it was something new that was kind of like this is really cool and I love it.
2: Ghostbusters I well Ghostbusters
1: well sure no I yeah. totally agree I totally agree. Just is that like, horror science fiction? It's always like comedy yeah. right it's a weird yeah. mashup I mean, right and it was yeah. fantastic.
2: I mean I remember going to see that I was a freshman in high school with a bunch of my friends and it was like
0: ah. I was eight years old and it changed my life really it was like You're whoa. Such a baby. without you know I I know such a baby um for me it was uh and with a soundtrack by journey it was Tron in uh, 1982 I was, oh, I was, oh I was six and this was this was Disney's first this was a Disney film which I forget sometime. Oh, that's right
2: was it was four,
0: you mm-hmm. know yeah but th- to see what they did uh pioneering, computer animation yep. with uh, with what was, I think, was this what launched
1: Pixar? No, this wasn't. This was pre-Pixar, yes. wasn't it, or was this
2: Pixar? It was not Pixar. Pixar um, was a little later.
1: Steve yeah. Jobs, I believe Steve Jobs. No, I'm wrong. Steve Jobs started Pixar. Sorry. He was part okay. of getting Pixar off the ground. No, they. they I don't know who did the the, the, the but it was one of those first movies like, that did CG. Yeah.
0: Absolute, absolutely. Like I said, and with the soundtrack by Journey, wow. Ah chef's kiss journey is special to me because journey is my music of the summertime so i'm always blasting some journey in the summer so that's awesome yeah i love this film um and this is one that gets a probably a rewatch every year if i get the opportunity because i like it so much but yeah really to me broke the mold um of of what had come before which is um which is what which which is what made it so memorable so oh yeah
1: definitely todd how about you So I'm just going to go through a couple of these just because they stand out to me. No, 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 you
0: you get one because
1: we got one. Okay, well, I'm going to give you two. So (laughs) I I would pick the first one to be Enemy Mine, which is a fantastic movie about aliens, you know, (laughs) former enemies surviving. And that was Dennis Quaid was in that and Louis Gossett Jr.
2: I know. I have never heard of that. Wow.
1: That
0: great flick was nineteen eighty five. I think I saw it in the theater, and it's you know what's funny me I saw it in whatever movie theater is now the Phoenix Theater that was wow the and I saw it there. I, re- I remember that's cool. It. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? All right, Todd, yeah. What's your number two?
1: Okay, and there are some other ones, but they're goofy kid movies. So watch those if you want. I think they're all in Disney Plus, anyways. But right. the last Starfighter, I. Loved The Last I've Heard Kids because everybody's dr- dream of like playing a video game and it's like and it's actually a test to see if you would be qualified to right. be a star pilot I mean, and then just, you it, get recruited. And
0: it's just it's just never ended up working out for you, Todd, did it? You, you, you haven't been swept away yet.
1: No, and it was so cool, and I still think it's a timeless story that could be brought back. It could be a sequel. It could be a reimagining. I just think it could be fantastic. And that also had really bad, like, space CGI, so don't watch that. Death, the Death Lotus thing.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. Were, and back in the day, you are like, ooh. Speaking, exactly. Speaking of creeps and horror, moving on to horror. Oh, I think I'll You're go Okay, you go first. Uh, because – because I we know nope, what me is I changed severe. my mind. I already talked about. It. Oh, that's okay. Ooh, well, hopefully, I'm not, hopefully, I'm not going to steal yours because this is one of April's all time favorite movies. That would be the Lost Boys uh, from 1987. No, you new?
2: didn't. But that's another really oh, great okay, one. <laughs> I mean,
0: I know. No, it was it was great. Super stylized, very 80s. You had Jason Patrick and Andrew one of the Sutherland,
2: of the young, young. Yeah,
0: and special, mm-hmm. special K. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and Diane Weist was the mom, and it was and you had uh, you had uh, Ted, was it Bill or Ted from Bill and Ted? Alex Winter and mm-hmm. a couple of other guys who were all the vampires. It was, like I said, it was super duper eighties. And let's not forget the greased up saxophone exactly <laughs> <show>. <laughs> greased up
2: saxophone player, which is like,
0: yeah. oh man. He still believes. But anyway, that's mine. All right. Now Okay, so this turn.
2: is kind of like this is a little bit more on the mystery, but there's a little bit of a horror element. And um Young Sherlock Holmes, which is one
1: of the Ooh. really
2: original Pixar animation.
0: Yes, that's I right. I actually think that is the, the first, first Pixar
2: one. in a movie, yep. if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And it's a really I think it's Indeed. really underrated, and I just love the story, and I love how I remember seeing that when I was a kid, like, cause my dad wanted to see it because my dad loved Sherlock Holmes, So we all saw it as a family. I mean, I mean it was 85. I'm not sure if my brother was in town or not. Cause he would have been, he would have graduated high school at that point. But um, yeah, it was just really cool. And I just remember, cause in that, the stained glass window comes to life and that's the Pixar thing. And I thought mm. that was like, so cool and, like, kind Amazing. of mind-boggling, you know, sure. cause it was like a yeah. different thing than Tron. Cause I saw Tron in the theater too. Cause I'm an old nerd and I'm
1: proud. We all are. I think we're all in that area, uh, age era, which is perfectly fine. Yeah. yeah. And I would say, you know, the hard hard part about when I looked at this list, that was like 19 films. I'm like, there are so many quality films, but you know what, you know who kind of was the king of the eighties was Stephen King and oh, yes. i don't yeah, watch just his
2: movies volume. because i'm too wussy for them
1: oh well the one that i just love today uh, to, to pieces it's one of my favorite there's a couple that i really love from him but um i loved a pet cemetery um oh, okay. pet God. cemetery whoa 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 whoa, whoa, you
0: know, whoa. that came out in 89 it
1: came out in 1990 are you sure 89 89 okay. i looked it up charlie <laughs> it
0: made Get it your under teeth. the wire your but teeth, teeth,
1: if you teeth, uh, teeth. But if you want me to, I can pick a different one. If you, if you, if that's no, under- no, no, you're okay. not cheating. You're not cheating the rules this time. You only get one. Yeah, because I believe I saw that uh, at a was it a junior high party, and of course, you know, scary movies, and you know. Maybe getting some attention from someone. Typically go hand in hand and didn't work out for me. But, you know, still, why not? Love it. You know, Fred Gwynn, sometimes dead is better. I mean, come on. Right, I know. I love totally. it. Gage, the creepy baby, little toddler. Oh, yeah, right. Love it. Yes, yes. But there's so many others. It's, it's, you know, Charlie, we'll have to revisit some of those movies. Yes, I think we could we could sneak that into Shaq I
2: mean, seriously, you if you, you want to yet. talk about 80s Stephen King movies, you could talk about that for like
1: four hours
0: oh yeah right yeah oh yeah that was that was his um that was his free bird the 80s and just oh yeah he ruled absolutely
1: okay well what are we on to next television sci-fi tv because yeah i try to figure out the best and the list i have is like these are the ones that are the oddballs because 80s tv like genre was all over the maps when i looked at these i'm like we wow there are some winners and a lot of losers
0: I have I have a total misnomer, but I don't want to go first. No, I'm not like me, going your turn. You, you pick one. Oh no, then I'm gonna go first. My favorite weird TV show. This is leaving out, obviously, the fact that we got Star Trek The Next Generation in 1987. It's not that, is Misfits of Science from the fall of 1985. Courtney, one of the first things Courtney Cox ever did after she danced on stage with the boss <laughs> in that video. She was she was in this thing. Yeah, it was a bunch of kids. It was kind of like head of the class, but they had superpowers. And I think one of the kids from Head of the Class was actually in it. The kid who played Brian, who went on to be a director. I think, yeah, I mean, I loved Head of the Class. It's funny. You can find Head of the Class on YouTube, but it doesn't exist anywhere. That's sad.
2: That was fun.
0: But, yeah, this was a little bit like, and it's funny because apparently there was a lawsuit because of its similarities to the X-Men. Because that's Mm -hmm. pretty much Pretty much what it was like, um, but yeah, I, I I dug it. Um I dug it because I, I just remembered it. And again, it was teenagers and, and great teenagers, theme
1: song too. Yeah,
0: in 1985, <laughs> I was nine, so teenagers are like ooh, teenagers. Are like, you know, they're yeah. older kids, and you think it's super cool. And they have powers and shit. So yeah, I was totally into this. Looks like it was on for um, less a half a season, October 85 yeah. to Feb. 21 which was right before my my birthday. I have birthday, which zero
2: recollection birthday. of that
1: oh well, you I'm have to watch saying, a trailer Mia just watch yeah, a trailer yeah, you'll, just, you'll, yeah. It'll like it's it'll tell you the whole tale <laughs> yeah exactly well yeah because I
0: mean with, on for, they had had what maybe 10 episodes total 10 15 episodes so anyway. yeah anyway that's mine all right so me yeah. we'll save Mia for last Todd your turn
1: yeah, Charlie. I was telling like, Misses of Science, I love that show. And as a little kid, I'm like, it's gonna be on forever. Everybody loves this show. And then, like, <laughs> why isn't it on anymore, Daddy? It's not in the TV guide, right. <laughs> and it wasn't. Well, Charlie, you probably say, Todd, what would you pick? And I mean, there's so many good choices in this. Manimal, Auto Man, Powers, oh, uh, Matthew uh, Starr. oh, the Phoenix. I mean, Star so man. many of these oh, bad yeah. shows. Just watch, just watch the trailer, and then you got it from those. But. One of my favorite shows that I just think was phenomenal was Amazing Stories. It was an anthology series, but it was taking more of that science fiction, really crazy ideas. And I believe Amazing Stories had a movie before the TV series came out. Um, And there was a great – the first episode was essentially – um, I think it was John Landis directed it, or maybe one of those other great directors. But it was all about these kids who hated their teacher and wanted him dead and ended up killing him. Um, and it was uh, Christopher uh, Christopher Lloyd. Um, was the teacher in the doc? out yes and it was phenomenal if you get a, if you could ever get a chance watch it i'll look i'll look up the name of it later and share with everybody after but um it was just so fun in every episode you didn't know what you were gonna get and sometimes they were wacky sometimes they're a little scary sometimes they were just really engaging with a really cool idea that could have been a movie or a tv show so amazing stories and that was helmed by uh steven spielberg it was really one of his first tv projects
0: Nice, Mia. Mia, you get anything from this list, or are you just drawn a to total blank? It's totally fine.
2: You know, I don't even know where the list is.
0: It's one of the links, and the you don't you don't see no,
2: because you know how inept I am with freaking technology.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was the that was the Google thing. That was actually the document <laughs> in there to link to it. But that's okay.
2: okay. I didn't but have that's I not okay. a link for that one. It's weird. Like I have I just I have issues, but I mean. One of that's the okay. one of All the right. things that I did like watching when I was a kid, and I'm hoping it's in there, um, Quantum Leap was like, that was like show. oh god yes. well, yeah
1: yeah yeah it actually 80. wasn't in this list, but that's yeah. that's a good one because that was oh, actually yeah. a good show. Fall
0: of '89, <laughs> and we've talked about that on the show a ton because and they're they're doing a continuation of it. It's coming up. It's in production right now. But I love that show. Scott Bakula, who later, of course, went on be on Star Trek because who wasn't? Great. But yeah, great show.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And I'm sure we missed some, so people will let us know what they liked. But you know what? Something we all liked in the 80s, and I had too many of them, which is toys. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, I
0: already know know Tad's Tad's favorite.
1: Okay, maybe it's the Atari. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, and that's. I mean, there's a list here that's like the top 25, and it just brought all these like all these toys that didn't exist, you know, didn't move forward, and a lot of iconic toys as well. But Mia, did you have a like a favorite toy line or, or toys that you just thought were weird or wacky from the 80s?
2: I mean, there were a lot of toys I wanted, but my parents were not indulgent. Because let me tell you, mm. little girl wanted a Cabbage Patch doll, so stinking bad, never right. got one.
0: They were like crap. Oh, my God. Song, yeah. and people were like slugging each other at the goddamn. Not even a lettuce song. basket kid. That was like the <laughs> knockoff. I mean,
2: you know, eventually I, I got on a knockoff that I made with my mom. So I made my own.
0: Oh, <laughs> and there you cracking. go. It's like my 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 aunt, because uh, she has four kids and then there's the two of us made us all uh, Care Bears. Um, which is another big one on this list. So, yeah, she made The Charlie Bear. Uh, yeah, that makes it all very much the, 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 the I Don't Care bear. I
2: mean, like, i also, like, um, you know, like, I mean, I wasn't into Strawberry Shortcake, but, like, we wanted video games. So, you know, what did we get? Because what was, like, you know, this was the early 80s for us because I was, you know, was you
1: know are, so, and burger, like, burger everyone
2: and... had Atari because that was the big thing back there. Mm-hmm. We had an Odyssey.
1: Oh Odyssey. I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, not many people owned the Odyssey. Yeah. It was we, like below I mean, the ColecoVision and television. We unfortunately. Had the, we
0: had a PC, we had a we had a VIC 20. Uh, so you had the you had the games that were cassettes. Uh so not even a disc.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cassettes oh were, were hot. Yeah, those were like the school, like the school computers that you played lemonade stand on. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Um, oh. I
2: mean I always wanted a care about... Oh, I did have a... We, my brother had a magic eight ball, and I thought that was cool as can be. Um,
0: well, there you yeah, and I'm like, yes. I was it never into My Little,
2: Little Pony. <laughs> I mean, I, now I am, because, hello, you know, I have a friend who's a My Little Pony junkie, to put it my... Oh,
0: damn, yes. I mean, yes. No, our, fr- our friend Lori is... Yes, absolutely. Um, my, she is my... She is to My Little Pony mm-hmm. is what I am to Star Trek.
2: Um, I, yeah, it's, it's pretty much thing. that would work. Yeah. I mean you know and like i'm trying to think what else because like i didn't i wasn't into she-ra i wasn't that into barbies but i do also you know remember um um simon
0: oh yeah Simon. yeah oh yeah well that was there was it was from the game that yeah. most people
1: lasted two rounds yeah. I,
2: had a, I had a mini <laughs> one like a travel size one
1: mm-hmm. and
2: i could play i i was pretty good at
1: I can hear those sounds in my head right now. Yeah. Mom, yeah. All right.
0: I will. I'll take a stab at it, and it's tough because boys growing up in the '80s, we had toys galore. Obviously, Star Wars is on here, but we talked <laughs> about that last week. Um, of the main toy lines that I mainlined, it was and it's, it didn't make this list, but it's GI Joe. Oh, me. yeah.
1: Uh,
0: and I still love GI. I still love GI Joe. That yeah, that can't, That was a reinvention. Uh, of a twelve-inch line from from uh, from the '60s, and then in the '70s was Action Team G.I. Joe with Kung Fu Grip. This came out <laughs> in, in Star Star Wars. Star Wars influenced it, and the figures got smaller, obviously smaller, cheaper, easier to produce the three-and-three-quarter-inch size. Uh, Star Wars, the huge explosion of that, uh, produces. But yeah, you got you know America's counter-terrorist team. You got the uh, original team of 12 that were all just boring-looking army guys, except for snake eyes. And then, yes, in, uh, over the next, I think, eight years, they were in production from 82 to 94, you got characters with increasingly more ridiculous outfits that were supposed to be in the United States military. Um, yes. From or football jerseys to, uh, you know, tank top Sergeant Slaughter and uh, the fridge, you know, who is the action figure of Williams. Or they were the village Bears.
1: people of military forces. Yes, yes. Very
0: much so. But they had, they had great vehicles. I mean, they had, uh, of course, in 1985, they came out with the, the, uh, the brass ring, the great web buffalo of all toys, the USS Flag, which was like seven feet long, broken to four pieces, had over 100 easily loo- to lose accessories. Um, they they really had it right. That was the golden age. And for me, G.I. Joe far outstripped Star Wars. Even Star Wars is a line because Star Wars didn't make it nearly. Star Wars was around for a year or two after the last film came
1: out. So we're talking about six years yeah. versus eight. Charlie, if G.I. only Star Wars had a cartoon to keep making toys from.
0: Oh my God! Yes, well, yeah. they did have some of the '80s, and yes, they did manage to keep you almost Horizon in- Ewok toys, and mm-hmm. figures. But yeah, GI <laughs> Joe was
1: my thing. Todd, what about you? So it's it's a tough one because really there are two that define my childhood, uh, and I'll just say the first was He Man and the Master of the Universe. It really came on strong. I watched it every day after school. So I owned both castles. I own way too many master universe toys and I just loved them. And they were awesome. They came with little comic books and they were just so much fun. And it was phenomenal, but a little bit older Todd, basically robots that transformed into vehicles, you know, more than meets the eyes. I mean, Transformers. To this day, right. I still love them to pieces. Even though the majority of it is crap, I don't yes, care. They drag still, love my Bay, G1. still love Michael yes. Bay. Yes. I still just love G One. Like
0: yeah, just like I still love G I Joe after those films. They can never. They'll never get G I Joe right on film.
1: Yes, but but, yes. but one more thing that has a place in my heart because. Um, I was a babysitter. My next door neighbor had a Teddy Ruck spin, and that was the creepiest thing in the world.
0: Put, had in, a the weird Mot- put, in, put in Motley Crue Shout at the Devil. <laughs> <First play>. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yep. Any tape you put shout in, at the devil. you'd get some weird reactions from Teddy. But oh, wow. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and you know what? If you can find one, have some fun. Uh, okay, if you can find right. audio tape these days. But yeah, lastly, we're getting to cartoons. Uh, yes. 80s, speed, oh my speed goodness. Round. Speed round, <laughs> Too many options, but man, oh man. Mia, do you have a cartoon that is a special place in your heart from the 80s? Okay,
2: well, cause I didn't watch cartoons later in the 80s as much, but I was a big Smurf fan and Chip and Dale and DuckTales.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Because, you know, I still watch Scrappy, but it was Scrappy because I love Mm Scooby-Doo. But Scrappy just made me cringe, but I still watched it because I love Scooby-Doo.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, the evergreen Scooby-Doo. I could very easily say, oh, G.I. Joe, because I just talked about G.I. Joe, but I loved two that I can think of one that's not on this list. I'm going to take a page from Ty's book. I loved Inspector Gadget, the inept Hmm. Um, cyborg, uh, you know, had you know, he had a helicopter you can see in this clip, helicopter that came out of his head. Let's forget about the Matthew Broderick film, and then I loved a weird one, and I don't know if where I saw if it was on Channel Nine out of Canada, and that's why I saw it. But what it was called, Danger Mouse from Oh yeah, from the, from, from
1: England. Nickelodeon would show reruns of that, Charlie. Yeah, maybe, yeah that must have been it. So yeah, it, he
0: was this tiny. He lived in he lived in a post box outside of two twenty one B Baker Street, and he got into hmm. Um, it was my first exposure to British culture. It was way before the Beatles um with the dry humor and the in the silly because he had, he had a little uh, he was he was a big white mouse. he had a little brown hamster Pen, yeah Penfield, yeah, Penfield yeah. who was his Dr. Watson and it was just it was it was oh. dumb. I thought I caught one recently and it just does not I
2: think up. I saw that That sounds vaguely familiar. I probably thought it was cool
0: right. yeah he was like right. a spy so, with a yeah. bodysuit. exactly yes exactly no so i I totally loved it so yeah that was mine so todd are you gonna are you gonna pull pull a rabbit out of your hat
1: what do you got i am charlie and i'm gonna have one that i know you and i share and that is uh i'm gonna give you two so i'm gonna give you the first one because we probably share it and maybe mia does as well spider-man and his amazing friends
0: oh my god yes
1: I, I just, adored that show because it was I the just, X-Men and Spider-Man, essentially.
0: I just added, uh, there's a little uh, corner. I got a fire found a Firestar figure, and then my buddy sold me an Iceman figure. So that's on my Spider-Verse shelf in my figure collection. And it, with a little background, came with Ms. Lion. So I got a little Ms. Lion down there as well.
1: It was like Spider-Man's team up because you'd bring in all these weird stars. It was the only way as a kid to see like Marvel heroes you liked. And I'm like, oh, this is amazing. So, right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, first yeah, appearance absolutely. of the
0: X Men in cartoon I, form. I watched yes,
1: Super
2: Friends and that went to I think to the early eighties with the the wonderful
1: Yeah, the I mean,
0: yeah, the the, the tail end of it twins. It. yeah. Yep. It was, well, I was, was that was
2: that was my jam season. and
0: yeah Yeah, that's what and that's what i said last week that's what that was my exposure to superheroes was the Ah. super friends
1: oh yeah the challenge of the super friends which was against the um the the the, uh legion of doom which was fantastic and you know he got cheetah and all this perfect stuff yeah 70s that was probably the best of the 70s cartoons but my first love my first love voltron this is really God, yes. anime coming into the United States. Channel yes. 50 showed this every day after school. I came home as a kid. It was kind of had some long-form storytelling, which was pretty cool. I mean, five robots forming into a giant robot. They were all lions taking on Prince Zarkon. Oh, so good. And Hagar, the she-witch. And oh, my goodness. So good.
2: Never watched it.
1: Kitty approved. <laughs> <laughs> So good. It's bad There's if you watch so it now, but stuff I never um,
2: saw like never, yeah.
1: any of these
0: 80s, any of these 80s cartoons do not hold a candle. Like I'll watch I'll, like, oh, my God, I love G.I. Joe.
1: I can't sit through an episode. It's no. so, so poorly animated that it's just like, oh, yeah, it's terrible. And the writing was was really bad. But but right. there is a remake or another version of Voltron. Actually, it's on Netflix and it's awesome. So worry. sometimes you can do yeah. it right. Yes, yeah, definitely never worth it.
0: Oh my goodness! Yeah. Well, Todd, with with the sands through the hourglass, because we were on a short schedule today, we are done. <gasps> that was amazing. Thank we did the eighties are over. Yes. Oh, thank, thank, you 80, <clears throat> thank you for <throat> your Thank you for your eighties expertise. We appreciate it. No, thanks for coming on. It's good to have you. It's it's good to have you back because we just had you on Holocron not that long ago, so we'll have to keep things going. But how do people find you out in the the Um, socials? Envy
2: the Green Fairy on Instagram. No ease. Envy the Green Fairy Cosplay on Facebook. And I don't do the Tiki Talk yet. I may never do that.
1: You should. You should. You should. I don't know the content get,
2: these but- days, but hopefully that'll change. I'm going back to a daytime lifestyle. Yes,
1: yeah. you're, going, you're going. It's to- definitely a way, to, a way to reach out and beyond your borders, which I found that's a great right. way to broaden yeah. your connection. Yeah,
0: that's how we're trying to do it over on Twitter, which consequently is where you can find. Todd and myself, I'm over at the C3. Spell it out. Of course, Secret Friends United is at Secret Friends U. My wife April and I also run the West Michigan chapter of the International Star Trek Fan Club right here out of Grand Rapids. USS Grand Petoskey, which can be found at our website and all socials by that name. Todd, what about you?
1: Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at t Oxstra And most of the time there, I'm just uh, chatting up people, having a good time, trying to find new folks to bring on the show. And Norms. by the way... If you want to see all our cool stuff, I always tell people, go to the Seek Friends Unite YouTube channel, Please. subscribe, you know, comment on the videos, let us know, and just check out what's in our backgrounds because you might see something crazy like Charlie's cat.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> or, a, or a giraffe in Mia's background. Right, or these looming, my new display, which I'm very proud of. Yes, so.
1: or awesome geek prints. So you never know what you're going to find. And by the next episode, I may have a new background in a different house, so follow could, me. Could well, don't follow me career. at my house, please. I don't like yes. creepers. He
0: hasn't even given. me, He is not even given me the address because he knows I'll show up on the day he moves. I'll be like, What's What's nobody's on? a bigger.
1: Nobody's a bigger creeper.
2: That's <laughs> <Yeah>. so
1: true. <laughs> yes, it's what I yes. do. Yes, oh, so man. that is it for the show, Mia. It's been a pleasure. Thank you pleasure. for joining us in this wonderful journey to the eighties.
0: Yes, friends. Thank you one more time for joining us I'm going to tell you as always that sharing is caring and keep on trucking
1: be the hero not the villain in a truck and I'll form the head this podcast is part of the Secret
0: Friends Unite podcasting network visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows articles news reviews and more Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple Google Spotify and other podcast services around the world